What do you know about the Philippines? Perhaps you're aware that the capital is Manila. Did you know that within the Metro Manila area, there are 580 slums where approximately 10 million people live? What is that like? In just a few moments, Pastor Leo from the Philippines is going to give us an insightful introduction into the culture of the Philippines. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions. We help you support indigenous church planning pastors who serve in the least reached areas in the world. They know their language and culture, and they're very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. We do these episodes to share with you the great things God is doing around the world because of hundreds of you who are supporting hundreds of these indigenous pastors, sending them into full-time gospel ministry. The impact is truly remarkable. So thank you for your prayers and your support. In this episode, we get to introduce you to the country of the Philippines. And I'm super excited because we also get to introduce you to another one of our movement leaders, a dear friend, Pastor Leo. He was born and lives and leads an exciting church planning movement in the Philippines. I can't wait for you to hear Pastor Leo's story and learn about the amazing things God is doing, especially among the poor in the slum areas of the Philippines. The Philippines is a Southeast Asian country. Actually, it's a conglomerate of islands located in the Western Pacific Ocean. What are the people like? What is the culture like? That is the topic of today's episode. Well, it is so good to be together right now with a dear brother. I can't wait for you to meet him. His name is Leo from the Philippines. Leo, how are you doing today? Hi, Pastor Mark. I'm well. Uh, great to hear from you and uh, be talking again. Uh, we're, we're actually, Amen. we just came from uh, a storm uh, just the other week, so... Uh, it's been raining very hard here in Manila. Uh, it actually, it just two days ago, it's when it when uh, it's when it stopped. So we're kind of coming out from that. So, but we're well. <laughs> we're doing well, really. Okay. Oh, that's so, so good. Yes. Well, that kind of is going to segue in a little bit what we're going to talk about today, which is really the culture of the Philippines, which. Just as we heard, there's rain that comes there for sure. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, but Pastor Leo, um, boy, what a joy I've had in traveling with you. Mm. And I can't wait to get into all that for us to share about the beautiful work of God that's taking place in the ministry that we partner in. Uh, but today, we want to just really kind of introduce our listeners to the Philippines. I'm sure some have probably visited the Philippines. Some, maybe majority, have not. So we just want to get into the culture a little bit and let you just kind of spill out. Yeah. And how do you how do you kind of you know introduce people? I know people visit you, you host them, but how do you how do you just introduce people to the Philippines? How would you introduce our listeners to the Philippines, assuming they know very little about it? Well, you know, one of the things that uh, we that the first thing that we say or we kind of open up about the Philippines is. Uh, the word uh, friendly, <laughs> it's a friendly place. Uh, but, but that means a lot of things, of course. But uh, that's one of them that uh, Philippines is a place of uh, people just adapting. Uh, it's more like 
when you come, there's so much of uh, an openness to receive you. Uh, and on, on, the, on the side of the Filipinos, it's also the, se- the sense of we, we try to uh, kind of adapt. So we kind of flex to what was in front of us. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, that's a Filipino way. It's more like we, when, when uh, Westerners come, we love to host them. So sometimes we're, we're called the hospitable people. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We open our homes and we'd love to come, uh, you know, serve meals for them. And mm. that's the Filipino way that we have. So yeah. uh, one of the things that we also love is uh, just introducing family. Uh, family mm. is a value that we have mm. uh, for, uh, you know, it's like uh, try- being, being or belonging to uh, a family I mean, relationships matter so much in the le- level where mm. uh, knowing where uh, I-, I can go home and know that, you know, this is like where I can just be who I am. Uh, that that matters a lot for, for a lot of people. And yeah. uh, so family is one. Uh, adaptability is one. Also, Philippines is a place of... Uh, I'd say if, if you come here, well, for those of uh, those who have visited Manila or even other parts of the Philippines, uh, Manila is or Philippines is uh, very religious. By that I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a lot of uh, is is majority of uh, country is Catholic, but it goes way back where our influence comes from the Hispanics. Uh, they brought the religion here. And so it mixed up with some folk religion, but it's largely Catholic right now. And so when you go around the country, there's a lot of uh, uh, images of, of the cross and everywhere uh, in jeepneys, uh, in taxis, in you know buildings. Sometimes you'll see them in grocery stores. They're just everywhere. Uh, so the mm-hmm. symbol of the cross is everywhere, and that becomes a a um, value for a lot of people you see people you know making uh you're they come in up the jeep and they make the sign of the cross or something <laughs> so you see how this is a big value for a lot of people mm-hmm. uh now when you're talking just, about yeah. the jeepney you got to explain that a little bit because oh, oh, that's just oh. like iconic but there may be some people like what is this jeepney thing <laughs> yeah and uh, explain that a little bit Leo. So the jeep uh when you say philippines it's like uh i don't know how to uh uh you know compare that with america but uh, it's like every filipino rides a jeep to, to go somewhere maybe for the westerners they, they ride a subway but for us it's the mm-hmm. jeep, the jeep that brings us somewhere and this um, jeep is uh, really it, the, the history i didn't even know this but a uh, long time ago i realized it, it came from uh, the the american war that was fought here and they left their jeeps the, the war, the jeep during the war, uh, and and the American, I mean the, the Filipino ingenuity, uh, we kind of, you know, uh, uh, tried to reformat the jeep, <laughs> make it longer, uh, the the back, yes. create some seats at the back, and it became a transportation that was common, 
and now we yeah. cannot get them out of the streets. <laughs> that's like, yeah, uh, that's like uh, how many years, uh, 80 years ago, and it's still alive. So it, it's, yes. uh, it's part of our culture now. Uh, when we say Jeep. Yeah, they're, they're like, uh, they're like our taxis, them. you know, our taxis. Yeah. It's similar to that. But you can fit like a lot of people in there. I've seen like, how many can you fit in a Jeep? Uh, well, yeah, you probably can fit about 10 people or 12 or <laughs> longer. <laughs> and we're like a pack of sardines uh, uh, yeah. just, just getting in. It's not comfortable because you kind of yeah. uh, uh, get kind of in, crunched over. Crunch over. Yeah. It's not comfortable. We got so used to it. And so yeah. uh, that's the place where uh, people get, get used to it. And, you know, we pay the fare by just passing on the coin to one person to the nec- uh, next, ne- the one next to me. And he passes on to the front where the driver is. So uh, this sense also, of, uh, like we live with a sense of, you know, we know each other, but we're mm-hmm. not really know each other. We're strangers, but the Filipino culture of, um, uh, adaptability uh, and, and just we're, we're kind of we, we love mm-hmm. uh, you know like smiling or just yeah. hey you know uh, and and we're we're a sense of we're okay <laughs> yeah the so, joy you know yes, of Filipinos yes. is just amazing you know yes, uh, yes. and it's it's probably the most joyful culture I've ever traveled to I've been to over fifty countries and and just yeah, the smiles. It's 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 really a a friendly yeah, place, yeah. like you were but saying. An, so. But another, oh, I, I have to say this, uh, Pastor mm-hmm. Mark. The one part of our culture, maybe many countries do too, but uh, food and music is a part of mm, the Philippines. Big. Culture. So if you come here, uh, there's food. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. our food is not exactly probably be great for some, but. Uh, if there's one food that you'll get is uh, you get rice uh, every time you come, and uh, that's mm. that's placed on the table almost every time you come. And so I yeah. know some Westerners will come and they say uh, rice is coming out of their ears uh, after they leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, uh, and the fruit fruit is amazing too. Your fruit, the mangoes, I just oh, yes. oh man. We we Fantastic. love uh, one of the things that we love here. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, mangoes are uh, of abundance. Uh, yeah. We have papayas and those those tropical fruits uh, really will, well. You'll see them in many homes now, but and it's just a, a big part of uh, who we are now. Uh, of course, when you come around here, uh, a lot of people come to the first thing they see is Manila, which is uh, yeah. uh, a lot of, uh, you know, it's, it's a big city, but we always say it's not the exact representation of the Philippines because when mm-hmm. you move out, uh, many beaches are waiting for you. Uh, so yes. there's a lot of places. Uh, we have, uh, I mean, a number of provinces, we have 80 plus provinces uh, here and up north and down south uh, we have beaches that are are just there and people love to go there by the way so and just uh, islands you know just there are what over seven thousand islands in the philippines is that correct i mean uh seven thousand more than that and and we joke about it because you say it depends if if it's high tide or low tide (laughs) then the low tide then the uh, new islands show up but uh uh, we, we we joke about that here, but 
yes, we have that, that number. And so it's a, an archipelago of, of uh, you know, uh, one, there's some, maybe some subcultures in every island. But the general culture is still there, the sense of uh, family, the sense of religiosity. Um, we, we, we're also known for, like, like last week, we, we just had a, a storm and flooding is so common mm. here. So mm -hmm. over the years, uh, we're, I mean, in every year, like we get used to 20 storms every year, uh, wow. rainstorms. And uh, being flooded has become like a common thing for us. And so uh, resilience uh, has been a thing for a lot of Filipinos. We kind of adjust to whatever comes. Like the bamboo, you know, we're saying, we always compare uh, the, the, the bamboo plant and bamboos don't get destroyed. <laughs> they, they, they get back, you know, they can fall, but they'll get back up and... Uh, a lot of Filipinos mm. like that. They, you can throw them anywhere, and they kind of they will survive. So mm -hmm. that's the uh, culture. One of the places that I've noticed too that you survive is by driving. So how do you describe <laughs> the Filipinos driving? <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, re uh, we we call it. Uh, uh, I call it. Uh, we are re relational drivers. <laughs> uh, no, we we kind of look at each other and see where it's go, where where his car or his 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 jeep is going. Uh, we're not the linear. We don't we don't have lanes. <laughs> well, we have lanes. No, <laughs> but uh, except that uh, it's more like we dance on the street, like we we cross. What, each other. what about the traffic lights? Do you follow those? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, those traffic lights, you know. Um, uh, now, sometimes we call them suggestions. They're, they're, uh, uh, if you see a red light, that's just a suggestion. And, and, and that gets a lot of people in trouble. But uh, we, we say it's funny because it's really, we got so used to it. Uh, we know yeah. we, uh, you see a, a green light, it's, it's, it means go. And uh, a yellow light is go slower, but. A red light to many is like go anyway, <laughs> and uh, so we get into trouble a lot with that. And uh, a friend wow. of ours from uh, who visited Manila one time also, driving wise, says like, "How do you survive this?" And I said, <laughs> "I don't know. We just do." But uh, it's like uh, he says, "You know, you you don't look." You don't stay on your lane. <laughs> I said, yeah, you don't stay on your lane. We, we kind of dance. You weave in, weave in and weave wow. out. And, uh, for some reason, we got so used to it. Uh, yeah. and so, but, well, we, we still have people get mad. Uh, it, it's their normal <laughs> reaction. Uh, but, well, you uh, have a lot of people. I know there's like, I think, 111 million people you have in the Philippines. And you have 200 different kind of people groups there. As right, well. right, right. So the the major, uh, I mean, the, the ma major language is what we call uh, Tagalog or Filipino, and uh, the biggest uh, number, of course, is concentrated in Manila. But uh, that's about, I think, we're hitting about twenty twenty five million in the mm, city. Wow, and, and that's uh, it's crowded. It's very very crowded here, uh, but the hundred ten or hundred eleven million. 
Uh, yeah, we're spread over and uh, more and more people are uh, migrating to the big city. Uh, it's a phenomenon I, I, uh, that uh, the, the poor uh, migrate more to the city, but because of the cost of living in the city is high, they end up living in the slums because that's yes. where the cost of living can be manageable for them. And so that's a big problem for a lot of our cities. Manila has always been like that. A lot of people from the 80-plus provinces migrate every time. And so it gets crowded. You know, it's, it's funny. I'll say, I have to say this, uh, Pastor Mark. The, when, we, when you have a, uh, an empty lot beside your house, uh, we always, we kind of half joke that you have to keep your eyes open at night because mm. like uh, you might wake up with a neighbor uh, the next day uh, because they, wow. <laughs> that lot is taken and they, it, it, you know, cardboard uh, people, uh, they try to make a house, uh, put a galvanized iron uh, on top of them and it's, it's a home for them. Uh, so wow. that's how, uh, people live in what we call a be- begin to be informal settlers and in, in the city. Yeah, and that's part. We're going to do. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do an entire session on the slums, and really right, because right. if you're listening and you've been listening to us for a while, you know that 360 serve is about ministering to the least reached. You're saying, well, Pastor Leo just said, you know, 90 percent claim to be Christians, while Catholics. But really, it's maybe 13% are evangelical in the country. But when you get into the slums, and that's where we're going to get into, because that's the beauty of the ministry that we partner with Leo in. Oh, I can't wait for you to hear what God's doing in these slum areas. And I think, Leo, you know, you'd mentioned 25 million people in Metro Manila. It's like 38 to 40%, is that correct, that live in these 580 existing slums is that is that about yes. right yes wow. that is about right and in probably now that number is actually on the lower side so uh, wow. that increases over time uh reason being is the migration is just going on uh, uh every every week every month and it's happening Wow. Yes. Well, I've yes. been with you in those areas. I, you know, when we get into this, it's going to be beautiful. But imagine 10 million people living in these slums. And we're going to talk. We're going to get to that part of the ministry that we focus in on church planning in those areas. I can't wait for that. Yes. But, you know, right now I know we're just focusing in on the culture. Um, but uh, this is great. This is super helpful. You know, one of the things I've always wanted to ask uh, you this whole thing of Filip- Filipino time, what is that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, Pastor Mark, if you, if you come in on time, uh, you'll be alone. It's going to be alone. <laughs> so uh, we got so used to uh, uh, our, our watches seem to not work very well. <laughs> uh, so Filipino time is like, uh, they're not so serious about the exact time. So it's like, uh, again, like a suggestion. Like uh, if it's eight o'clock, uh, you come about 30 minutes and it's still okay. 
uh, we've gotten better over the years, but time has been like <laughs> even an hour. Uh, it's like <laughs> it's it's very uh, it's it's a very forgiving culture, but forgiving to a, to a fault sometimes. Uh, it's like mm. uh, you know someone comes late, we we laugh, but uh, we got so used to it. But also we're learning that time is precious, and people make serious decisions about time. But from for somehow. Uh, over over many many period of, of the years before, uh, our watches were uh, were not. It wasn't good. <laughs> so it, it, Western uh, culture uh, gets frustrated because of that. Uh, people, mm. you know, we say we have a conference. It starts at ten, and uh, the organizers know that people will come in not at ten, but uh, they come in. Uh, 10.30 or something, and we start at yeah. 11. So yeah. it's like, oh my goodness, it's an hour or, or an hour and a half. Uh, it gets yeah. to be... Uh, so that's a part of the relational... I'm not so sure how to put it, but it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's easy, trying to be easy on each other. Not that yeah. uh, being on time is too hard. It's more like... Uh, uh, not taking it very seriously in a sense like it's too friendly. Yeah. It, like they are, and when they come in the room, they're smiling. By the way, mm. Filipinos are like that. When 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 yeah. they, when they fall on the street, they get up and they're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've seen it. Well, I have so many dear friends that are Filipinos, and I could say this. Filipino time may still be a thing here, even for Filipinos in the United States, but they are always worth the wait to be with my Filipino friends and you, Leo, as well. So, well, this is great. This is super helpful. And, you know, this is just the first of several episodes. And hopefully this has been a blessing. I really believe it has been. And a good little introduction to uh, those of all of us who are listening right now. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Leo, for just sharing your heart about uh, and introducing us to the Philippines. This has been a real blessing. Thank you, brother. Thank, Thank you, Pastor Mark. Thank you, Pastor Leo, for providing for us this helpful introduction to the people and the life and the culture of the Philippines. I completely agree, at least in my experience, that the Filipino people are super friendly and demonstrate so much joy, even in the midst of the many challenges they often face. Here's your action step of the day. Pray for the Philippines. When we work, we work. But when we pray, God works. Prayer is powerful. Pray for the 200 different people groups who live in the Philippines. Pray for those 580 slum areas where some 10 million people live, many who have yet to even hear the name of Jesus. Pray for the church planning pastors who are serving in these slum areas, that God will protect them and use them as they go into these areas to share God's love. I trust this episode has been a blessing to your life. Share this podcast with a friend. Join us in our next episode as Pastor Leo from the Philippines shares with us how God is at work in the Philippines in the midst of COVID-19. You're going to hear stories of how hundreds of people are finding hope and help and Jesus in the midst of this pandemic. You're even going to hear this one story about a man who in the midst of this pandemic was electrocuted, but his story, it has an amazing ending. Until then... May the Lord bless you.